Welcome to Anything Goes with Sanaya and Leah. So we are on episode 26 and we are going to do it Q&A style. I love these. These I are my fave. I feel like they just really do change the direction of the podcast quite nicely and it just allows you to like get loads of different topics in. Yes, and it's good because we don't have to think about, well obviously we have to think but you know, this stuff to follow yeah it's like i i, I love <coughs> interviews like i know that sounds really weird but like i actually really like interviews because i feel like if someone asks a question i like giving my opinion right so i love these types because it's like yeah. i can give my yeah, opinion yeah. whether you agree with it or not you're, you want to <laughs> you're listen. getting it yeah you're getting it anyway <laughs> we've got a few questions to be fair yeah you know what sometimes you guys are boring as fuck and don't have ask you got any, any excitement questions mm. i haven't got any juicy ones I don't think I have any juice ones. To be fair, I haven't really like fully looked at them. Um, but we'll see, we'll see. I'll just ask them and then we'll just go from there. Okay. So yeah. yeah, let's just alternate it and yeah. see what happens. Okay. Should we rock, paper, scissors on who goes first? Okay. Ready? Do you okay. do wait, do you do the scissors on rock, paper, scissors, or do you do the rock, on... paper, scissors, go. Okay, after. Right, yeah. you do it the wrong way to me. Uh, that's the right way. Sorry. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Shoot? Yeah, go. What the hell? That's weird. Rock, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Too much is going on. Ready? Three, two, one. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh, oh yes. Okay, right. Okay, go and ask questions. Hold on. I'll do the ones on the page first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what is your favourite muscle and one you would want to improve? My ass. Wait, is that your favourite? That's both of them. It's my favourite muscle. Okay. Because when I'm fat, it's just fat <laughs> with a pH. Okay. I've got a fat ass in the off season. But when I'm prepping, it's non-existent. So, Good they answer. need to improve on it, but I love it. Okay, yeah. What's yours? Um... Probably, my favourite is probably my shoulders. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, yours is most... If it's not your shoulders, then fuck off. I just love, like, nice round shoulders. I just think yeah. I really yours like Yours are, them. like, like, right angle. Yeah, I'm quite happy with them, to be fair. Although mm. in an off-season, I literally have no shoulder. No, but I feel like women are like that because we just hold so much fat yeah. in our arms. Yeah, favourite is probably shoulders. Improve is... Everywhere. <laughs> Shut up. Probably. Like what's, what's your, like, like if, if I didn't say ass, I'd say calves. Sad man. I think I'm on my calves all right. I'd probably say I would quite like bigger quads. Bigger quads. Yeah, like, you know, some people just have really, like, jacked quads, like, juicy. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I would love a good juicy quad. I feel like with quad, like, I feel like quads is very dependent, not just on how much muscle you have, like, how your actual quad sits yeah. on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, like, for example, Reese has really good quads. So does Will. But, like, when he does like a front pose it's like oh it's good but it's like when he stands to the side it's like right. wow yeah. and then when he's from the front it's like yeah really good no it's still good but it's like not as good as the side shot and i said to Mazza, if your quad sat more around to the side rather than straight on yeah yeah your your quad would look so much better from the front so I think it really and depends. He's like, Thanks, no. <laughs> he agrees. He agrees. Like yeah. it's so annoying because it's like when he hits a side shot, he's thick, he's dense, like he's got yeah. really wicked legs. And then when you hit it from once you see that and then see him go to his front, it's yeah. like, 
what happened. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where did they go? And I yeah. feel like it is so dependent on, like, some girls, they'll have, like, quite actually small quads, but they'll look so dominant because their quad sits on the outer right, side. Right, I get you. Does that make sense? And I guess it, it, it affects things what they look like in terms of where the muscle like inserts and stuff like yeah. that like you know some people have like lats that insert really low down and it just yeah. makes their back look sick so much better yeah and then yeah. some who are really high where they might even have more muscle than the person yeah. whose lats sit lower but you can't you can't, can't see, it. see it yeah sad times good question that mm. okay um let's have a look oh your fave and least fave part of prep and off season oh that's a good one so let's do prep first so what's your favorite part of prep my favorite part of prep you know when you get to like the six week out mark and things start to look really cool and you're like oh my god and you're like still relatively full because you've maybe had like a couple of high days yeah and you just like see everything start to come to life because you yeah. you spend so we were just having this conversation you spend so much of prep like looking flat and looking like you have no muscle and looking really soft and then all of a sudden you're, you're like, like oh my god i've got you know one day on prep i just woke up and i was like i've got a veiny stomach and i was like this is sick yeah you know when you just have that moment of realization and you're like oh my god i actually look quite cool yeah like that it's like coming out of the skinny fat phase um and you actually feel like a bodybuilder yeah i'd say that's normally when you get to maybe like six or seven weeks out you start looking like really good i'd almost even say like six to four yeah, like right when, before you compete. Yeah, like because I don't feel like you you're not in stage condition for long because yeah. you're not meant to be. So yeah, I would say that's probably the best part. Do you agree? Do you think I would any agree. Part? I would probably say maybe like um the actual kind of day before show day because you literally yeah. do nothing. <laughs> like you literally do nothing and like you're shredded at that point, but I would say the most kind of rewarding part of prep is that bit because you're like finally yeah finally (laughs) i actually yeah i'm actually a bodybuilder what's the least oh i know what this is the the worst part is for me on prep when you have to go and like go out for meals with people and drinks and you can't eat and drink and i just i I just really don't enjoy it i'm gonna be honest like i just i don't mind that i just don't like it i'm just like i just this is not for me see i I just crack on with conversation. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't mind it because I actually, I don't know, I'm a foodie, but there's moments where I can, I'll, I appreciate people's food. Like, a lot of time people go, are you not like, do you not want this? And I'm like, yeah, I do. But yeah. like, yeah. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't mind it. I would probably say the hardest thing for me in prep is when, and I only experienced this in my second one, so the one that's just gone, is when you realise you're not lean enough and you go through that phase of like, right, I need to Push. seriously get a graft on. And you just feel so much pressure yeah. um, f- from your coach to yourself, yeah. to people. Like, it's almost <clears throat> like the, it's the realisation of, shit, you could have done more. And I feel like everyone right, will yeah. experience that in a prep, even though maybe you couldn't have done more. But it's that moment. That, that moment of like, no matter whether or not you're lean enough or you aren't, yeah. it's the moment of you could, you should have done more. That's mm-hmm. always, I feel like, something that's a negative about prep. Yeah. Because you'll always think you could do more, even yeah. though you couldn't or you could have. Yeah, I get what you I mean. mean. Yeah. 
Okay, off season. My favorite part is the the food. <laughs> the food. I love food. Agree. My favorite part is just eating all the food because just I oh. love food. I love biscuits. I love cake. <laughs> I love. Biscuits. I love pop tarts. <laughs> I love Oreos. I love spaghetti bolognese. I love chili. I love food. <laughs> Yeah, my favourite part is like, you know, being able to like tea dress up. Tea and a up. biscuit. Yeah, tea, but tea um, biscuit. yeah, okay, tea and a biscuit's nice, but. Milk yeah. and coffee. I mean, I have milk and coffee through my Oh, crap, yeah, but, you. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, my favourite part is when you get to like dress up and just go out for like a nice meal, or you're on a day trip and you're like, oh, should we just like get a sandwich? You know what? Yeah, it's not always just the food, it's the Experience. ease of. Yeah, but it's the ease of just going, me and Reese, for example. Ah oh, shit, we've got to meal uh, meal prep, yeah. but we want to go here. Fuck it, we'll just go get food. Yeah, yeah. And then prep, it's like can't do that. No, we have to go home now if we've yeah. not meal prepped. Yeah, I just love like nice food as well. You know, yeah. like a really nice meal. Yeah. So you know, just going out. You know, like a nice tasting menu or something. Like oh, just like really good quality food. Yeah, just just good. Yeah, yeah. just nice just food that you've not prepped yourself. Yeah. You can literally sit back and relax. Because even if, let's say, for example, someone like offers to cook your meal, it's still like, you're still anxious because like, what if you've not done that right? In prep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but not just food, even though <laughs> I love food, but I love the training side of it. Because yeah. I actually really like being strong. And I think yeah. for a female in certain movements, I'm actually quite strong. Yeah. Um, and you're the same as well. So I actually really, really, and obviously with me working on training at the moment, like I've really, really started to enjoy like getting strong yes, yeah, and yeah. like feeling like, uh, just feeling fucking un, what's the word? Uh, what's the word? Invincible. Invincible. That's it. Yeah. Like literally just feeling invincible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I say mine's probably the same. With like strength and food. Yeah, food. Yeah. And but but mainly food. But mainly food. Because <laughs> I love food. food. What would be the wor- least favourite part? I know most people would say the weight mm. gain, but I actually really enjoy the it weight It doesn't gain. really bother me anymore. It used to quite a lot. But I think since I've got more muscle as well, I don't feel yeah. like... I get madly out of shape, so... Yeah. I still, like, I feel like the weight does sit nicely on me and yourself. Like, mm. we don't hold too much in our midsection. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're quite, in a way, you could say lucky in that way. I think the only thing that I really struggle with in off-season is when you push your food up so high to the point where you actually just start to dislike the food. Yeah, that um, is hard. And you're literally force feeding yourself. Yeah. That doesn't happen in most occasions. Most females don't go through that. I don't yeah. Know. But I know I definitely have, and I've really struggled at that yeah. point. Like just mentally, just yeah. always feeling le- like there are moments of prep where you feel lethargic. Like you feel this, you feel that. Like there's yeah, so I much. get you. Yeah. Will always takes the piss out of me because he um <laughs> basically when I last year when I got to the point where I was like full and I was like, oh my god, my appetite's gone. Literally was like that for a week and Dan was like, Oh, let's mini cut. So and then he cried. <laughs> and then I cried. So literally I had that for like Dan it was like you never did proper off season because you just mini cut when you like get full basically yeah. so he always takes it because he spent obviously months and months and months but like, blokes have to yeah. like I feel like females like you don't <clears throat> really need to no. be as we, uh, we say that like you do need to get a bit chunky but yeah 
add an hour. I do love life. having a big bum though and boobs. Yeah, well, I never get big boobs, but mine get pretty love big. And a big bo- yeah, I know they do. Which... I got like I got up to like an E last time. Yeah, thank you. Sorry, I'll just sit here with my A's. <laughs> I think they're a D now. No, they are. Your size boobs are what I like. Without them being compressed, I want that. They are pretty compressed now. Yeah. I bought a bra actually, a nice bra for that shoot, and that was a D, and that fit perfectly. Well, I can't even wear a bra. I would be recommended to wear a training bra. (laughs) So I actually don't own any bras. I love a nice bra. Yeah. Well, guess what? I can't own one. Moving on. Oh, Moving on to your God. question next. Oh, is it mine? Um, what type of coaches are you, like strict or motivational, etc.? Someone I think. asked me that as well. I oh. think that might have been on the... Oh, is that on the Anything Goes? Uh, this one's on mine, but I think that oh, okay. was on the other one as well. Oh, okay. Um, I would say I'm a bit of both. I adapt from client to client. So, yeah. for example... Yeah, good point there. There's... So it takes me, so generally, I'm very, very friendly. I'm not really that motivational, I won't lie. Like, if you need me to help you through things, I'll be realistic, but I will be motivational if I know that that's genuinely going to help someone. But yeah. I'm not like a preacher. <clears throat> um, But it will take me a session or two to kind of, like, figure out what works for you because some people, for example, I have a client called Suzila, um and i needed to be quite hard on her yeah like she appreciated me going right you need to sort yourself out like yeah yeah. you are paying for sessions with me you're not posing in between sessions your posing looks like this like come on well someone else would cry if you said that someone yeah someone else would like literally cry and then literally within that session it was like a eureka moment Mm. and she was like thank you so much like I needed yeah, that yeah and like because I was so, too soft on her for like five sessions I was like no I was like I'm gonna this is either like, I feel like with how I know her this is what's gonna work with her let's just give it a go but then there's like other people where I just continuously support them I won't ever say that I'm a motivational coach I'll just continue to provide my undeniable yeah. support and I will insert myself in their life if, if they tell me in a session I'm struggling or mm. life is getting in the way, I'll make a conscious effort to message them a couple of days after saying, I hope everything's good. Yeah. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, I get you. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that's a really good point, what you said about the approach, because I actually asked this in my, in my Q&A when I signed a client up, mm. I say, what kind of approach do you think you will need? Obviously, because it's just a good start point. Yeah. So like some people say, I need you to like, have a word with me and be harsh with me and like tell me some people will be like i need like a caring approach like blah 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 blah. yeah and obviously it's like with some people you can have a firm word with them and i'll do this with clients and i'll be like come on like you've said this you're not doing this like you need to get your shit together yeah some people you can't say that because they will take it the wrong way and and they'll shut down yeah and they'll take it instead of positively it'll be negative yeah so it's just it's getting to know the client isn't it and what they need but um, someone today in my check-in described me as empathetic, which I quite liked. I feel like I am quite empathetic. You are very empathetic, I have to admit. Yeah. And I, I, I've I, never seen you angry. No, I'm not an angry person. No. I'm very calm. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like I can get quite... I don't like ever feisty. lose my temp. Yeah, not yeah. ever to clients, but if someone was... Maybe one day. <laughs> Beware. One, if one of you pisses <laughs> me off to the point where I lose my temper, you must have done something really bad. Uh, um, No, just like, I feel like 
if you were to do something really, really bad or you were to hurt my friend, or yeah. I'm quite, I feel like I'm not feisty, I'm protective. Yes. Whether that's protective yeah. of my own feelings and my own ideals of how I am as a person. Yeah, yeah. Or to someone else. Yeah. Like, if someone was to say something really shitty to you and I overheard it and you weren't there... I would literally turn right around and go, excuse me. Oh, that's good to know. No, but like, I, I, that's what I would have in me. I wouldn't keep it to myself and allow that conversation to happen. I'm I'm not a fighter. I'm just gobby. <laughs> I'm just gobby. And sometimes it helps. Sometimes it doesn't. <sighs> but nine times out of ten, if I get gobby, Reese is usually there to diffuse the situation. Yeah, because he, he, he'll still, he'll, he's, he's so, he, he he's very good at, being calm but like pissing the other person yeah, off yeah yeah like it's really not whether with me i just shout and i just get annoyed yeah, yeah. I'm like you're annoying me stop it <laughs> but no like with clients i'm pretty calm like i'm a calm like yeah. i'm i'm patient i'm i'm a completely i'm not a completely different person but i put my coach hat on and then i assess the person if someone's anxious in a session i'm empathetic yeah. i yeah i i'm not motivational but i'll make sure mm-hmm. to break the ice i think that's what makes a good coach though being able to judge the person and give them the right approach that they need yeah 100 percent. like also how do people like to be taught yeah for me it's different different dance cues whether it's like boom pal ha or it's like one two three four or it's like step one this okay yeah yeah for you it's more so like right how many times do i have like when you're doing form feedback it'll be like right i've explained it this way maybe try another yeah 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 so it's just all about adaptation if you're a good coach i think so next question um this one is just says sanaya so i'll ask this one quickly unless you vape no i don't know how have you got on with giving up vaping i quit actually (laughs) um you know what it was really easy because after my show so i was going through some serious amounts of puffs per day like any moment I could. Like, I'd be out here maybe five times. Really? Yeah, like, give me a puff on that vape in breath. Um, I was going through some serious maths, but then after my after my last show in Alicante, I actually got quite ill. Oh, really? I had a really bad tummy bug. I was being sick. Like, everyone... Oh, yeah, like, everyone in the flat was being sick, apart from that bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and basically, that made me just not want to vape. Yeah. I yeah. was like, nah, my stomach is Turned your stomach a bit. Yeah. Mm. And then basically, just after that, just stopped buying them. And then I didn't crave them because I think I surpassed... Because, you know what? I think because my focus was on food so much... Yeah, it kind of took it, it away. took it away yeah. from stopping vaping. So if you're in a prep and you're essentially... You know, like, you're essentially still really food focused what you can do then is just stop vaping because your focus is somewhere else brilliant but it's going well like i've not had a vape since my show day my last show day that's good yeah and i wanted to stop vaping yeah but i just thought it was going to be hard yeah at least you're not addicted no i was positive Oh, I most definitely was. Like, that was bad. Like, that's actually embarrassing. Oh, Reese was like, you're a fucking chimney. And I was like, I don't care. Got me through prep. Whatever. I have... Will Will occasionally does when he's driving. He's stopped now. Yeah. He's throwing them all away. Um, but I, I did try it a bit. But it, it made me cough really bad, which I didn't like. You so. probably just didn't vape it well. I don't know. But I was well, like, I don't know, know right? 
that gets good. Good. Don't do it. Don't do it, kids. <sighs> Don't do it. And if you are doing it, stop. Stop it. What's up? Um, you've got a question. What got you both into lifting? Uh, I feel like I've answered this question so many times. You go first. Okay. Uh, I feel like ours is similar. So I used to... I feel like I've answered this loads as well. I used to swim competitively when I was, like, from 12 up to, like, uni age. And we used to do... When I went to uni, we had an S&C coach. So we used to do, like, strength and conditioning. You know, pull-ups. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, three times a week. And then I kind of dropped off the swimming a bit um and spoke to the coach and he wrote me like a four day that was my first like upper lower split okay like two upper two lower so then i kind of moved into that um started working at virgin as a lifeguard and then that had a really cool cool gym so then i like started training there and then once i started training there i was around people who were like doing a bit of bodybuilding stuff my boyfriend at the time was bodybuilding so Mm. yeah it just in, in a quick version it just like got from got into there really and then obviously I started training a bit more. Um already had like a quite good amount of muscle because I'd swam for yeah. like eight no, how many years? Yeah, I'd swam for like seven years by that point. Yeah. And we'd done we'd done training all the way through the swimming from when I was like twelve. Yeah. Um so yeah, a lot of swimmers have really good that's why you have good delts and that's why you have like good back and stuff. Yeah, so it was it was and it was a lot. It was like twenty five hours a week of training. It was a lot of training, like 5 a.m. in the pool every day, like a lot of training. So I already had muscle. So once I'd got into like bodybuilding, it only took me probably a couple of years until I like had enough muscle to, and I probably didn't have enough muscle the first time I competed, but you know, so yeah. A good amount of muscle to to, To to do it. Yeah, and get lean. Yeah, that's that. Yours is similar to mine. It's not exactly the same. I was always, I've always been sporty. I've always, you know, been into, you know, athletics at school and stuff, but I never played anything, like, as seriously as you probably did with swimming and stuff. Um, I was always one of those, like, cardio buddies. (laughs) I was always, like, going to the gym, like, for a month and then going, nah, it's not for me. Like, I'm done. I'm just going to eat food. And then, like, I'd go again and then, like, I'd stop. And yeah, then I'd go like, on and off. Yeah. And then, basically, I um, got with this boy called Tommy, um, and he was into bodybuilding. Good old Tommy. Yeah, we spoke about him last night, didn't we? And I said... I oh, met- is that what you were referencing? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is she on about? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. We won't go into detail. Um, but, basically, uh, he was into bodybuilding. He actually introduced me to Tom. Um, and I basically just pretty much lived with him. And so when he went to the gym, I went to the yeah. gym. I was like his little bunny. Like I just was always following him around. Like it was really sad, really, if you think about it. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I was just following him around and I thought, fuck it, I'm going to do it. And I originally wanted to compete in WBFF. Really? WBFFA, you know, the one that Jasmine Jeffries just done. Yeah, I do in. quite like that, actually. I actually quite like it as well. I think it's did, quite cool. Did you see that post that she put on about, like, obviously you can just kind of maintain it? It's like the kind of yeah, eight-week out mark yeah, where you're not fucked yeah. up. Yeah, so, like, she looked incredible. And uh, I feel like if I ever stop, like, bodybuilding... Yeah, it would be a nice place to yeah, sit. Yeah, to sit into. Um, and I originally wanted to do that because I loved Rachel Dillon. But then, basically, I just got into training, obviously got a coach with Tom. Yeah. Um, lockdown happened happened mm-hmm. so i just stayed with tom um and then it was quite nice actually because it was like a massive like fuck you moment because it was like um 
Tommy had competed before, like he did relatively okay. Yeah. Um, and then obviously lockdown happened, we had split. Yeah. It was a really bad split up. So yeah, it was just like a really bad split up. Um, but I stayed with Tom. Okay. Um, yeah. and he was still with Tom. So there was like a little bit of like a conflict of interest. But then obviously like the the that year or the year after I went to go and win the British. Yeah. yeah. And so obviously he start he got me into bodybuilding, but I've actually done better. Is he still bodybuilding now? I don't actually know. Like I'm pretty sure So you've he, not seen him like compete anywhere or anything? He competed a year ago, um, I don't think he did that well. Like I think he was he won because he was the only one in his oh, class. Okay. Um yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was just nice because it was like, well, you got me into <laughs> it, you broke up with me, thought you could get better. Well, I'm actually better at the sport that you got me into, so suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh but god. That's the only thing that I will appreciate from the relationship is yes. he got, got me into bodybuilding and he got me to meet Tom. Yeah. So Which is good. Fair enough, Tommy. I'll give you that one. Um next question. I feel like I always ask my clients that as a first question every time I have a first session with them. Like, how did you get into bodybuilding? Because I'm like, I bet you it's a boyfriend. Normally it's girls. Yeah, yeah, normally it is. Um, okay, this is actually a good question. Okay, I'm all excited. Do you... F- not to say that the other questions were shit, by the way, but this is actually a good one. <laughs> Do you feel the pressure to perform at your shows due to your social media presence slash coach status? That's a good question. It is a very good question. And, or we're going to have dead on dead the same answer. I hope. Do you think? I think so. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. Okay, maybe not. Now look so at you. So I, I think not at all due to social media. Okay. Because I, do, I feel like, obviously I document, I feel like I do have pressure, but I feel like that pressure comes because, comes from the fact that I've done quite well in previous shows and now I feel like I have to uphold that. So it is social media. But that's me. That's not That's not because I'm scared of putting it on social media. It's because I feel like... But if, people only know about it because of social media. Yeah, I guess I, guess I do then in a way. But the, I feel like... Because people be, will know because yeah, of social media. Yeah, but I wouldn't be... For example, if I didn't place as well as I wanted to, I wouldn't think, oh my God, I'm really nervous to post that on social media. I'd be like, well, you know what? I, give it, I know that I've given it my best shot, so whatever. Yeah. But I think okay. it's, it's more from the fact that I want to win because... I've done, I've won before, and now I'm like... And you've almost, like, never lost. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I literally haven't. Yeah, when we first started this podcast, I hadn't. Now I have. So now I feel like I have this thing where I'm like, I just want to... I feel you want like to maintain I, I want to do well, because yeah. I put so much into it. Like, I put so much... Obviously, everyone does, of course, but I feel like I put so much into it, and it's gone so yeah. well that now I'm like, I want it to carry on going well, you know? Yeah. You know what? I actually had this conversation with someone who is actually competing this year, and they were like, I don't know how to lose. Like, I, I've never yeah. lost. And I was like, yeah, I thought the same. And yeah. you know what? Like, it's not actually as bad as you think. No. Like, if you actually lose to someone who deserves to win, then you really can't say anything. Like, you really can't say you could have done more because if they just had more muscle than you or if they were just the look yeah. that the judges went for the day, on the day, there's nothing that you can do. So there's, like, just no point stressing out about it because... If you've done everything that you possibly can, losing to someone who actually deserves to win is actually not a bad thing. Yeah, completely. It's worse to win to someone who 
when someone else deserves to win. Yeah, and I also think with that as well, it's like I know already looking at my photos from where I'm at now that I'm going to look better than last time. Yeah, so, so you've I'm already like, improved. Yeah, right, I've improved. That's all I can do. Obviously, I think every, everyone wants to win, Yeah, right? Surely, yeah. everyone wants to win. But I, I don't think... I don't feel like I have pressure from social media. Like, I don't know if you do, but I don't uh, feel pressured. I do. I 100% feel like I have pressure, pressure from social media. And it's not because people apply it on me. It's more so, like... It was more so that you've done really well in your yeah, first year. Yeah. You've got to do well this year. It's the pressure from the people who mean the best, like, mean... Just mean well. Yeah. And they go, like... um oh, you're going to do so well this year, like, I'm watching you. I think the pressure from those people where I'm like, oh, don't say that, because now I feel like I actually have to kind of, like, achieve that. And I feel like, even though I don't have a massive platform, like, it's not not major, 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 but it's, it's... People still look up to you, and you almost feel like, because they look up to you, you want to provide them with a really really good role model and in my head a good role model is someone who wins however only recently I've kind of changed that mindset of like actually not every good role model wins at everything like it's how you actually come back from not winning that will show people like not everyone's winners like not everyone can win yeah so it's like how do you deal with that and that actually educates more people than celebrating the wins yeah and I also, where was I going with that? Oh, God, I've had a mind blank. I've had a prep blank. Fuck's sake, I don't know what I was going to say then. That's okay. Just about, like, do you feel pressure from social media and from a coach standpoint? As a coach standpoint, I feel I actually felt a lot of pressure to perform, mm. to make sure my posing was Yeah, really, you did say that yeah. to me before, didn't you, actually? I was like, for my first show, I was like, I'm under more pressure not to look good but to make sure that I actually practice what I preach yeah yeah um but because it was my only my second season I was like I don't know how I'm gonna be on stage and it was a new federation as well yeah yeah so I was like what if I do the things that I tell my clients to do yeah I don't pose well um because obviously like the videos that I get from it and people seeing is how I get clients so I was like Mm. I'm on a spotlight here and I need to make sure I bring it Yes. So I felt more pressure from being a posing coach than I actually did social media yeah, this yeah, year yeah. around. Yeah. What yeah. about you as a coach aspect? Um, I think... I mean, you're only starting out, yeah. aren't you, with competitive clients? Yeah, I think I didn't. I don't really feel pressure with that because obviously, like, the girls I've got at the minute have never competed before. Yeah. Um, and they're all so lovely as well and they're so supportive yeah and they all came to watch and i just feel like i don't i don't feel any pressure from that at all that's good and then obviously a lot of my clients are lifestyle clients so yeah. to them it's like this incredible thing do. anyway yeah you know so even that is like really cool so i think it just blows my mind sometimes like i met someone at a show and they were like oh my god i can't believe i'm meeting you and i was like what and i just yeah. that completely like blows my mind because i'm like i'm literally so irrelevant you know what i mean that's what i feel yeah, like you, you think you are but you like there's a lot of people like you've got to think about it like this is i saw this on like um i saw this on a youtube video it's like even if you have a hundred followers imagine those hundred people in the room then yeah, you it's think a lot about of people. how many people follow you, what, 9,000? Yeah, like nearly 10 now, to be fair. Nearly 10,000 people follow you. Imagine 10,000 people in the room. Yeah, it's a lot of people, isn't it? Then think about almost 14,000. Then think about people yeah. with 30,000. And you look at people who have, like, 30,000 and go, 
oh yeah they're pretty big but they're not huge well that's 30,000 yeah. people who are following them and it's yeah. just because of how social media if you don't have a million fucking followers you're not relevant but in reality like you're very relevant to the people who follow you and it's a very niche thing isn't it I guess yeah. like within bodybuilding like it's a very niche thing yeah so it's 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 one of those like if you want to become really popular on social media when you're into bodybuilding you have to dip into multiple markets whether that's like lifestyle whether that's like um fashion whether yeah. that's this, that, TikTok, young people, mm, old people. Yeah. Like Brandon Harding, for example, <clears throat> he's tapped into every market he possibly can. And yeah. that's why he's almost got like a million followers. Yeah. So it's just like one of those. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Worst and best experiences in bodybuilding? Oh, my worst one is when I projectile vomited all of my food when I was really, really like eating loads of food in off season. Oh, no. Like pure, like I just ate my cream of rice. Because so, you were ill or because you were full? No, full. Oh, God. So and this awful. was in the morning as well. So it wasn't even like I had four meals in. I was like, this was in the morning. <laughs> That's quite funny. And I just stood up after my cream of rice. I was sick of the texture of cream of rice right, at this yeah. point, though. So, like, just the thought of eating cream of rice, I was like, already. Um, and I just remember standing up in, like, my uni accommodation and I just went... <laughs> twice <laughs> and i just stood there oh, in my sick God. and messaged tom like i think we should lower food i've just vomited do i need to eat these macros back and he was like no let's just take a step back and... do i need to eat these macros back <laughs> so yeah that was probably the worst Ooh. worst times of my bodybuilding career <clears throat> what your worst my worst was probably post that first show when I was just in a really oh, yeah. shit place. Like, just not... God, I thought, oh, my God, how am I ever going to get over this? Like, this is just... I'm going to be just like this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I feel like at the time I would have thought that's my worst, but because I've come out of it now, I feel like it's yeah. not. I don't know. I, I, don't know. I really struggled after that post, yeah. post show, like, for years. You, you struggled to get back, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I thought I was never going to compete again. Here you are. Here I am. A you few are years later, pro. still getting strong. So yeah, that was the worst. What best. Were the best? I don't know. You go first. My best for me was after when I did that first show and I did the qualifier before the British and I won the overall intoned figure because that just like I was coming back to bodybuilding like no clue. I was like, oh maybe I'm maybe I'll do okay. I don't know. Mm. I'm not really sure. And when I won, I was like, oh, my God, like, That's this so is weird. really nice. Like, this is actually a massive confidence boost because yeah. I've had a really, really shit first year experience. Yeah. Then it was COVID. And then I had three years off, sort of my relationship food out. And then I was like, I'm going to give this a go again. Obviously, got with Dan, did all that, did the show. And I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm actually, I can actually do this. Yeah. It, like, fully gave me my confidence back. Yeah, of, like, that you could do it. <clears throat> yeah. Mine's actually, like, I was going to say the same thing. Like, I was going to say my first show, because I was just going there for vibes. Yeah. Like, I wasn't going to, I wasn't ever like, I'm going to win this shit. I'm so muscular, and I am so really <laughs> good at this. Like, I never went into it like that. Yeah. But, um... When I when I did it, I was like, just la 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 la, having a lovely time. Yeah. I thought Bex had won it. Um, she clearly didn't, because um, I did. And <laughs> <laughs> she 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 did, did look amazing. She did look good, but they just didn't. She was more athletic. Like I, I genuinely think cause she, she won athletic yeah, the week yeah. after. She just needed more. Like her look was. She had way more muscle than me, but it just wasn't toned figure. Um, 
but I obviously won that one. And then I was like, hold on a minute, how have I won that? And Bex hasn't. Because I, when as soon as I saw her, I was like, <clears throat> right here for just vibes. We'll yeah. just see what's. Because I was like, she is, she's gonna win. She's I was jumped. like, there's no way. And um, but obviously the look that they went for yeah. was just my. And then I was like, well, let's just do the overall. Yeah. I was like, why the fuck not? Yeah. And I was just like, la 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 la. Walked on the overall stage, just having the time of my yeah. life, like zero expectations like none like i was just like just here for fun and then they called my name and i was like (laughs) say that one more time one so you can say my name right and second (laughs) just so i could honestly it was absolute shock and that's when i thought i think that was like a moment for a lot of people because it was like how how the Oh, no, but it's the sh- the shape was just yeah, nice. just my structure. I feel like for toned figure. Yeah, I think I fit toned figure more than I fit bikini, because I feel like if I was to do if I was to compete in PCA again, even if that oh I was like a two bros bikini girl, I'd probably do toned figure oh, and then do two bros bikini. Okay. Just yeah. makes more sense for me because the poses suit me a lot more. My I do think you look suits. good when you've been doing some figure poses recently. I do think they look good. I just think, like, for me, like, I'm more suited to tone figure PCA yeah. than I am bikini. Yeah. But that's that. I don't think I will do that. But mm. if I was to, I would do that. But that was the same moment for me. That was probably my best. It's such I was a like, good moment, isn't it? Huh? When you get that realisation, you're like, oh, my God. No, not even realisation. For me, it was like a... What? <laughs> Excuse. Did you not see that coming at all? No, not at all. Not at all. Like, I didn't even think I'd win my class. When I saw Bex two weeks out, I was like, that's kind of shit. But, hey, up, we're here now. And yeah. then I just enjoyed the process. And then, obviously, the the overall, I was like, shit. And then, actually, the British as well, I really didn't think. Like, yeah. that. That's why it was tough for me during that time. Because like, Tom was like, top six, top six. And I was like, I don't want top six like if i'm gonna put myself yeah, through hell again yeah. and i want to win um and then winning that i was like but how have i done that meg was next to me then ella was next to me i was like these guys that was have a very won. good class actually that, that you, was that you did yeah it was pretty stacked it was yeah and i was like but i just the math ain't math in here where have i won from but it, it's literally structure versus all like yeah, do you know what UCA i mean love shape they love shape they love structure um, and I think I just had the right amount of conditioning for yeah for toned figure <clears throat> and the overall look. I think. Um, is it my go? Uh, I've lost track. Um, duh, duh, duh. you go because I need to go on the NGL um, link. What bikinis would you like to see this season? I feel like any i'm not really i uh, yeah i couldn't give i couldn't <laughs> care about bikinis to be honest like don't get me wrong i could do quite, like bikini. looking at people's bikinis thinking oh that's a nice bikini but i'm not like you know what like i actually prefer the classics like when people try mm. to go out there i'm just not used to it yeah but i do like there was this one girl um she, ugh, obviously this isn't gonna like tone it down but she wore like a bright yellow bikini and it suited her so well i know who you mean um but, but most was, people couldn't pull that off. Yeah, most people couldn't pull that off. So I'd like to see more exquisite colours, um, but they have to suit the person. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. But I do love the classics. Like, I'm a classy person in the sense of how I like to dress and how I like to style myself when I try. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just class is classy colours. Like, yeah. I don't want neon on Like, me. your typical red, blue, purple just looks Pink, nice, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, just, just yeah. that looks good. Yeah. 
Um, but Dan always tells me to stay away from pink. Why? I don't know. He just has a thing against pink. They really, really liked um, my pink at PCA. Like they really like. I've got really shit questions on this NGL. I've got some good ones. Okay, you carry on. Do you think people can participate in bodybuilding as a fitness goal and not be competitive? No. And I'll say that, honestly, I really don't. It actually really frustrates me when people do it as a fitness goal and don't do it as a bodybuilding show. As in, no, but as in, do you think someone could do bodybuilding as in, like, go through mini cuts, go through built off seasons oh, and not compete? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant, like, people... Sorry, my, my thought process was, you know when people just go, I'm just going to do it as, like... Um, oh, no, I think it means, It's a weight like... loss journey. For me, I'm like, no... Go and do a transformation bodybuilding challenge at uh, a bodybuild because yeah. uh, there's certain federations who do a transformation challenge, but it's set up like bodybuilding, but it's not bodybuilding. I think this question means like, can you live like a bodybuilder as oh, such yeah. and not compete? Oh yeah, yeah, I 100. percent I feel yes. like that's probably a set like, like if you want to make physique progress, if you want to make progress in your physique, you want yeah. to grow muscle, then absolutely. 100%. I think it's actually quite good for you. Yeah, I think... Like, I have loads of clients that do that. Like, I have loads and loads of clients that will not compete, but they'll spend <clears throat> X amount of time building muscle, getting stronger, eating food, building it up, and then we'll do a mini-cut. And then they might maintain for a bit. I have loads of clients that do that, and because, obviously, it gets really good physique progress, and you can still... And I think a lot of people think that when they start seeing progress, they have to do bodybuilding, whereas, like, it's only a very small percentage of people what should be bodybuilding. Like, like for example, when I start bodybuilding, I'm still going to do the same thing. I'm still going to probably, you know, build yeah. muscle and then do a mini-cut for my holiday or whatever. I feel like you need to spend moments where you are a lot leaner and you need to spend moments where you are a lot fatter, especially for physique development or even just yeah. in general life. Like, in general life, you are going to be fatter at certain points than others. Let's say, for example, um, if you have a kid or mm. your, your dads get chunkier, then they get leaner. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So there are going to be moments in time where you are like that anyway. Um, but, like, that actually can lead us to another question is the one that I answered, which I thought was that one. Do you think there's a place for people who don't, who bodybuild for their own personal transformation but don't actually reach the criteria? Do you get what I mean by that? Yeah, as in they've they've done it for their own progress but they don't maybe fit in the class that they're entering that well? Yeah, they don't. They just don't fit into <clears throat> bodybuilding. I think, yes, because as long as they realise that it's like... Do you? See, I'm so opposed to it. And the only I, reason why is because there are competitions out there that are specific, that are specific for that. And it really aggravates me because it's like, you don't see me trialling out at a competition to go f for uh, Usain Bolt at the Olympia. Is it Olympia? Olympics. <laughs> at the Olympics. Do you know what I mean? You don't yeah, see me yeah, just turn it. up... <clears throat> a few weeks of like dieting and training right to yeah. then be to think i'm some sort of runner i get you like okay that for me i'm like i'd rather go and either work towards it and actually put the time and respect into that yes that sport or i do another competition that's for people like me or you could do a photo shoot or something instead yes it's like a personal Yes, because I'm just seeing a lot of people at the moment. And this I think I get what you mean now. Yeah, who shouldn't be bodybuilding, 
because they're not ready or they haven't spent enough time or they are doing it for their... I, I understand and I appreciate everyone who does bodybuilding for their own reasons, but I also think there has to be some sort of level of respect for the sport in the sense of how you actually turn up on right. the Right, as in you mean they turn up on the day and they're probably not ready to do a comp, like they're not lean enough to they, be on there. They're not lean enough, they don't yeah. have enough muscle. Well, they've gone through a huge journey, like might have lost yeah. maybe and 60 kilos yeah, or something. They may not there. be stage right, lean, but they've lost so much and... I personally feel like, and the reason why I'm so against it is because they'll have people like me and a lot of people like me going, why are you here? Why are you here? You're not stage lean. You look silly. Why are you on this line? Whether if they put themselves in an audience of this is a transformation, she's lost 26 pounds or 26 kilo or whatever it may be and she looks amazing, here's a before photo, here's an after Right, photo. I get you. Then if I was sat at that competition, I'd go, well fucking done, you've absolutely smashed that. Yeah, but you deserve relevant everything. to that person's goal. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I think I'm... It's, I very, think... it's very hard to... Be, like. Yeah. I know I'm going to probably get a lot of people going, oh. Yeah, it's a bit controversial. Yeah. But like for me, I'm like if you're gonna do if if you're gonna bodybuild, actually respect the sport. Yeah. And have and actually fit the criteria. Yeah, I do. But yeah. It's also down to coaches. Coaches yes. shouldn't allow people to go on stage unless they're they ready. are fully ready. Yeah. No, I do. I do. I do get where you're coming from with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It like I've seen it quite a few times. Like, just not even just in the UK, but just yeah. internationally. I'm like. Even PCA have a rule of we will take you off the stage if you don't reach a certain <clears throat> standard, but you can't do that when someone spent loads of money. No. Like, you just no. can't. The line went really weird. But, yeah, that was my, like, that was my yeah. little question. I do you have I don't, any all more? my others. I've got loads on that NGL, but they're all weird shit ones. Yeah, you know what? Whoever puts in those weird NGL questions... I think, I think it's a robot. Bots. Whoever you are, robot, human, you're fucking weird. Like... Well, I always get the same one. Would you ever date me? Dash yeah. D. No, I don't know who you are. One D. of your friends is hiding something from you. Yeah, I get that all the time. What but... is your biggest red flag? Who's your worst enemy? Fuck off. You. Oh, God. <laughs> but anyway, that's probably a good time <laughs> to stop the podcast there. We've answered quite a fair few questions. Yeah, I think we've done a lot there. Hopefully not ruffled a f- um, too many feathers with that last little statement there. Um, but... <laughs> But yes, thank you so much for watching, guys. Please don't forget to like, subscribe. Follow our Instagram. Yes, we're almost on 200 followers now, which is a lot. See you later. Bye.